Behind the Shades. My first marriage, we didn't know what we were doing. I can tell you that now. We had no clue what we were doing. I was so mixed up. I was raised by my grandfather from the time I was nine months old. My grandfather died when I was 12. So I've, I've, I've pretty much been on my own most of my life. And But I always want family. I always want that cohesive, you know, unit. I wanted to be a part of that, which is why I always married. I never wanted to have a boyfriend, you know. And, and so I never discovered what the problem was until after the third divorce, when I started to examine myself to see why it was I was doing what I was doing, right? And so, no, I did not learn my lesson <laughs> until the end. <laughs> and, you know, I haven't given up hope, but I'm okay on my own. So that's fine. What are some of the lessons that you learned after your three journeys with marriage? One is that you have to be a whole person before you, it's not, you know, you always hear some, somebody say, this is my other half or I'm looking for my other, my other half. That's not how it works. You have to be a whole person. So if you have childhood trauma, if the last person busted you up, um, your parents abandon you. Anything that you need to deal with, you need to deal with it before you get in a relationship with someone. The second thing is that that person isn't there to fix you, make you happy, turn you into miss this, right? You're, you and God need to work on you. And the third thing is you need to recognize who you are as God's child. Whether you're a Christian or not, he made you, he created you, you're still his child, right? And so you need to recognize that you're not somebody's punching bag. And, you know, I was told by one of my husband, you're nothing, you'll, you'll never be anything and all of that. Those are lies. Those are lies from the devil, right? And so you need to recognize who you are. And you need to do all of that before you get serious with somebody because I'm telling you, he's going to smell you coming. Right. And he's going to react based on what you bring to him. Why do you feel that so many people go into relationships incomplete or not knowing that they need to resolve whatever was holding them back before they bring someone else into their life, which at times can be chaotic. I think we don't know, you know, our parents didn't know, or we had, we had messed up parents or they weren't around to teach us. And, and so we're told, you know, as little girls that that's what we look forward to getting married and having babies. Right. And as long as the guy you know, smiles at us, then, hey, everything's cool. You know, I, I, I feel him, you know, kind of thing. 
And so nobody teaches us that we need to respect ourselves as women, you know, so that we can respect that man. You know, for, for those of us who went to church, we're here. Um, what's, what's people like to, to call that you submit, you submit to the guy, but, but you people forget to say the guy needs to be the head, right? You, you don't want to submit to a loser, you know, and if you're a strong woman, you know, you don't want to submit to somebody who is less than you, you know? And so we need to teach our girls. Men need to stick around and teach their daughters how men should treat them, right? How to be women that men respect. So I'm hoping that I'm seeing that change now where men are sticking around with their children. They're not running off and having them all over the place and you know, as much as it used to be. And so I am, I'm hoping that for future generation, the women will be a little bit more, have a little bit more sense, you know, so when they meet the guy, they can negotiate, <laughs> you know, negotiate this relationship that they're getting into. And nobody's saying it's going to be perfect, but it also takes work and sometimes compromise but not compromising your safety or your dignity. I will agree. I believe that it is the father's responsibility and it's quite a big responsibility to make sure that their daughters are set up in a way that one, they're going to be respectful not only to themselves, but they're going to be respectful to the family that they're going to represent. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you an example of that is the father is supposed to be in an ideal situation the buffer between his daughter and all the men that aren't worthy of her time right right because there's a mm -hmm. point in time where you knew who the good for nothing men were mm -hmm. right your dad will see your dad will say you see johnny down there you don't ever talk to johnny mm -hmm. <laughs> okay mm -hmm. johnny's not going anywhere and you brought up a good point when you said the submission piece. And I think sometimes that gets lost in modern dating where, yes, some men would say that I want a woman that's going to submit to me. But on the flip side, that man has to submit to God. Yes. Right. And that is the true test, because everything that that man does has to be aligned with the word of God. So the yes. burden is a heavy burden for him to walk with if he's going to be that type of man. Yeah. And when you mention some of the ways that when you mention women can be more respectful of themselves, what are some of the ways that women can demonstrate that they have the self-respect that you're mentioning? Well, I think one of the biggest one is to recognize, again, recognize who you are as a person, as a woman, right? And carry yourself in that way. You know, I, I've met some angry Black women and I'm wondering, what is wrong with her? You know, and, and it's like everything is an argument and everything is a struggle to have that relationship with them. And, and I'm talking, uh, you know, just generally. You know, so I, I think that when you 
when you handle yourself, when you carry yourself, um, you know, appropriately, you know, as a person, treat people with respect and you'll get it back. Be kind and considerate and don't be always yelling and screaming because, you know, you're, you're going around with this face like, you know, and, and I, I understand. You know, because I used I used to work here in New York City, and you're on the train, and you're tired, and and you know, misery just all over you, especially when you're a single mom, right? But I was one of them. I was I was always smiling, and I was always saying hello, and it was it didn't mean life wasn't bad or rough, but you know, you can't carry yourself around. This is on a lighter side, but. You can't just carry yourself around like that, you know, because it doesn't make people love you more. It makes people afraid to be your friend. 